This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Raven Greer. Hey, it's Raven. I wanted to announce two new affiliate programs that Smoking Out the Closet is now a part of. First, I would like to announce a Pittsburgh local company, The Hempco, with two E's in the. They offer hemp-derived products including Delta 8 and Delta 9 gummies, vape cartridges, and pre-rolls, HHC vape cartridges, and sustainably used devices and products. All products are made with hemp bioplastic for all your cannabis device needs. And every product is third-party lab-tested, DEA-certified, and Farm Bill compliant. If you're looking to visit them in person, you can visit them at 20280 Route 19, Number 3, Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, 16066, or online at theehempco.com. Be sure to use SOTC20 at checkout for 20% off on us. And we're also wildly excited about our partnership with Blazy Susan. They offer their iconic Blazy Susan rolling tray, as well as papers and cones in unbleached hemp, their famous pink, and their brand new purple colors. Follow our affiliate link in the show notes and use Blazy10, B-L-A-Z-Y-1-0 for 10% off on checkout. Now, on with the episode. Hi, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. And hi, I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. Yay. Uh, and this is Smoking Out, Out the Closet. closet. Uh, for those of you who are new or just joining us, we are a queer podcast that talks about cannabis, the LGBT community, uh, and everything in between and beyond. How's it going? <laughs> I have not been here in a while, and I do apologize. We missed you. Aw. It's good to hear I'm glad to be back. I've had the big sads because of the big darks. Mm-hmm. The seasonal affective depressive disorder, as long as with like PTSD and shit. And just, just depression just sucks. So and make scheduling sure, too. Yeah, I've been working so much. I just finished up a 50, 51 hour almost week. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> but that paycheck though. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, make sure... Everybody go check on your friends if you haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, especially with what happened after that I brought up last week with JDF. Yeah, that was shaking me too real bad. Um, Before we get to the review, do you want to talk about the thing that was oh making God. me lose my shit? <laughs> so <clears throat> I, we were moving our TV trays around. We had them moved over to the couch for our turkey day celebrations and just watching the parade, basically watching the parade. Mm-hmm. Too much food. Um, but we moved one of the, the TV trays over, and we had had pizza for lunch, and I put garlic powder on my pizza. Well, Me I dinner. got it everywhere. What? You said lunch. We just had dinner. it for dinner. You know what? Because <laughs> we were talking about having pizza for lunch at work. Anyway, it's a pizza for dinner, and I got garlic on the TV tray, and I said, here, wipe this off with your... F- and I went to... I, my brain wanted to say face. My mouth wanted to say finger, and it just came up... And then Raven said, my face. I was like, yeah, wipe it off with your face. And then she blew on it. I was like, 
that that's what i wanted you to do you understood you wipe it off with your face and i don't know why i forgot the word for blow i guess that's what happened well there was one or two options was it was either you wanted me to blow it or you wanted me to lick it off and i did not feel like licking garlic powder off so i just blew on it well listen my brain stopped me halfway through because i was gonna say wipe it off with your finger or and then i was like but then you're gonna smell like garlic so i was like your face if you wipe it with your face you won't smell like garlic and i was like that's gonna sound weird but that came out after i had already said it like my brain was below this behind my mouth so <laughs> this strain that we're on uh so I know we said we we're going to do the reviews. We're actually going to do the reviews next week so we can have a full month because this past week with Thanksgiving and everything and like getting together and making food and everything for it kind of took us away from making those edibles uh, we're going to review. So we're going to push it back and we're going to actually finish No Nug November with a review of all the edibles we had the first episode of December. That's totally fine with me. That means I get to eat edibles. I'm totally okay with that. Um, so today we were using, uh, Rhythm, which is owned by GTI. Um, we were using their white Durban crumble. It is so not good. a crumble. It's not a crumble, but it's so good. But yeah, let's, let's address that first. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a batter because it's not quite a batter, but it's a dry, it's a dry crumble. So dry batter. I don't know. It's so the with rhythm and a couple other uh companies they use the name of they name one thing um like how they extract one product so all their concentrates that are made uh with a ethanol extraction i believe is considered um constant uh that, that is considered crumble and then the more live quote unquote concentrates are going to be called something else oh, see i'm looking at yours and yours is a lot more terpy and saucy, saucy. than mine was yeah. do you want me to take a picture of yours yeah okay because yours has a lot more yours is very saucy mine yeah. is more of a well i, I should do a side by side yeah definitely do a side by side i have used this prior to the podcast <clears throat> it wasn't in the best thing i had this little like thing to go on my 510 don't use your concentrate 510 tops on a auto draw it doesn't work very well if you have a button battery with three different temps that's probably your best yeah. bet and put it in the middle i mean honestly any sort of concentrate pen or a nectar collector I just or a banger i don't be lazy that's what i'm telling you don't be lazy don't be lazy because you don't clean, clean your rig i did not want to clean any rig right at that second um but this we, is good yes um so terpene wise uh terpenaline holy shit terpenaline Let's see, 3.6 terpenaline, 0.8 osamine, 0.8 pinene, 0.7 beta myrcene, 0.6 limonene, 0.5 beta caryophylline. Did you say 0.8 pinene? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pinene. But you were fine on it. Yeah, I've had it, but I've had it, and I was, I was fine. Uh, it's 87. Uh, percent point 87.1% cannabinoid, so 1.3 THC, 78.8 THCA, 0 0.2 CBG, 0 or sorry, 5.1% CBGA, and 1.7 THCV. That's a lot of CBGA, mm -hmm. 5%. 5%. That's crazy. 
I like this. Why don't we carry this? Like, why doesn't, why haven't I seen this? Because, like, I know I only don't, I don't go to a huge variety of dispensaries, and I do want to fix that. Yeah, Um, same. But I don't see, I guess I just haven't really looked at it. Because Rhythm, I've seen their white Durban carts. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't think I've seen their white Durban flower. I, I know haven't that they, seen that as a flower. I haven't seen I've it. only seen it as a cart and the concentrate. Yeah, but I want to see the cart concentrates more. I, we don't. I, our store doesn't sell a lot of rhythm concentrates. I don't feel like, but that's also, I guess, store store thing. What you yeah, can sell and that what is. they would get in. So, but I definitely like it. I like their concentrates a lot more than Agrokine's. Yeah, <clears throat> Agrokine's cheap and it's good for what it is. I don't want to have to sit down and do a whole half gram of it just to feel something. True. What would you rate this? A four out of five. Four out of five? It is really good. I feel like I could be a productive human being. Like when I got up to fill my water, I was like, these mugs could go to the sink. And I actually picked them up, brought them with me, rinsed them off, put them in the sink, filled up my water, filled up the water container, and then sat back down. I am functioning. So that's good. That's more than I can say for the past like two weeks. And that is why I have not been here because... I already said. So I feel like this definitely is something that's great if you have anxiety and depression. Um, because I still am very confused by the pharmacist who told me when I came into the program. Um, I'm not going to say names because I also can't remember your name. Um, but he was like, it's really hard to treat like anxiety and depression at the same time. No, it's not. Get your penaline. That's all you need. Um, <clears throat> now, I will say for a full gram... Pure crumble in the state of Pennsylvania. Currently, what I just looked at my source price, not rises, which is uh, you know, GTI rhythms, uh that's their, their dispensary. Yeah. At my location, we're selling this for $35 for a full gram. That's not which bad. for Pennsylvania is not a bad price. Not at all. Compared to other states, eh. But for PA, we're starting to get a lot cheaper. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of cheap, real quick. Gas going back down. Oh, I got gas at Costco for three dollars and sixty nine cents. Nice. Um, three six nine. Damn she fine. I'm gonna stop singing before we get a copyright. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was excited about gas going back down too. So that is good. But yeah, weeds going down, gas going down. I just wish rent would go back down. Right. Kind of great. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for decently priced. It's a good product. I really liked how I felt and everything. The biggest thing I'm taking away from this is it cannot keep consistency with the form. Yeah. They label everything as crumble, but they can't keep it consistent. And a lot of people come in looking for a specific form because they're looking for specific things that can go in very... Like certain rigs can only take certain things. And that's what I've noticed... With that Dr. Dabber, which is what was in there that you cleaned from Thanksgiving, by the way. That couldn't fight. Just warning. This could not fight the turkey coma from Thanksgiving. That's what I was dabbing on yeah. before we ate. And I still went into the turkey coma. That's what was left over in the rig that you cleaned out. It okay. stays super saucy, and I don't like that. It's because it's not a crumble. Mm-hmm. It does need to dry out yeah. to be able to be put into that Dr. Dabber that we have, that Evo, what is it, three? Boost Evo 2. Boost Evo 2. I mean, saucier ones are okay for it, but, like, the Yocan wouldn't be very good with no, a the saucy Yocan, one. No, I still feel bad. I need to get a new chamber for that because that sugar even just... 
Huh? It has a second one. It comes it looks with. like one of yeah. the ends. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, I need to put the new chamber in because even just a sugar kind of gunk that out. Yeah. Um, so you so, definitely, if you're somebody using a Yocan or something. There are like very cheap, very neat specific versions of concentrates don't don't get this so for that i'm gonna say four out of five yeah i would i would have i was originally gonna put 3.8 but the flavor and the terpene profile and the smell you uh, you <sighs> smelled when we sat down and you're like this is what you made me smell the other day i'm like yeah, yes it is so good it is so good so that's kind of pushing it but buyer beware um they're not consistent with their form um that being said you did you rate it yeah i rated it a four out of five okay that being said do you want to get into the first uh big topic sure um so trigger warning here we're going to be talking more in depth about what happened at club q in colorado springs um <clears throat> let me get my notes out you with notes. I just did research today. <laughs> uh, if you didn't catch the last episode, I had briefly talked about the shooting at Colorado Springs gay bar called Club Q. We have some updates for that. Uh, first, the New York Times misgendered a trans woman. Who I couldn't find her name in the original article either. Maybe I just missed it. But um, when they refer to her as a drag queen who used her heels against the shooter. I saw the article. Um, she actually came out or someone... No, it was um, it was a drag performer who actually came out and said that was a it was a trans woman, um, and a former uh, a veteran of the United States Armed Forces who was there with his wife and kids was the one who stopped them, not the police, yeah, anyone else. It was those two, and then they got charged and arrested. Let that sink in for a second. Fucking bullshit. Our legal system, yeah, right? Yeah, it's... Oh. Uh, and I believe his last name was Fuentes. If I remember from those yes. articles. Um, so, recent news has come out. First, before I go into that, has, have you seen the mugshot? Oh my god, yes. The people beat oh, this, this person just... He's bruised. Oh my god. Apparently he arrived in court in a wheelchair. Good. Good. <sighs> So, um, the legal team recently kind of issued a statement to the court. Um, while no officials have been charged yet because there's still an investigation, um, there charges haven't been officially pressed, but he, he is arrested for criminal activity. They're just trying to write up the charges and everything still. In a way to mitigate some of the charges that potentially could be against um, against him, the legal team for Aldrich, um, who has been identified as the name of the shooter, is stating that they are non-binary. I, at first, was kind of confused as fuck, let me tell you, when I saw this article. And then I was just like, wait a second. I'm going to be so pissed if they're doing what the fuck I think they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which is trying to squirrel their way out of I hate crime. I hate crime. Which mm -hmm. and then the article did later go on to say like this person, their friends talked about them. There was a video you said he was like nineteen around. No, it was it was in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, right numbers. 
um, of him being racist and super transphobic and homophobic and homophobic making and bomb threats. Like, no, no. And as a non-binary person, this pisses me off. Yeah, I'd imagine. I'm like, is that is that all this is to you? Because we make the joke of like, oh, laws are written he slash her if if she or he and i'm like huh, no days we're out of are out of reach of the law but now it's not funny anymore Mm-mm. and 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 i feel like the legal team is being backed by like some of the groups that is connected with this person um to kind of make it so that trans people are considered the bad guy isn't tight <laughs> thank you you're welcome um that was one. That was impressive. That's why I didn't know thing. Um, so, I that that is a thing. But basically, the legal team is referencing a 2016 legal name change as evidence of Aldrich being non-binary. Nothing else. No testimony from the the uh, what is the actual term? The person who's being charged with the crime. The defendant. Yeah. No testimony from the defendant. No. No. We have that interview with his fucking racist homophobic father though yes and but that, that, that that's nothing other than kind of like enforcing the the culture that this person yeah. raised in which was um, strict conservative mormonism a cult um and their his friends are still like yeah this was if you want to call them that i, I the terms the cohorts yes um but- say that he was anti-everything <laughs> But uh, the name change was made when Aldrich came under the care of his maternal grandparents. The petition, after seeking to protect himself from his father with a criminal history, including domestic violence against his mother, Laura Bobel, the legal team is using the name as evidence of them being non- of Aldrich being non-binary. No. Um, now, there is ev- video evidence like we brought up a little bit before. Uh, and a re- an arrest record of Aldrich uh, going in a rant making bomb threats during the video Aldrich shouts homophobic and transphobic slurs and bigoted beliefs and views. As someone in the LGBT community, I will address that yes, there are homophobic trans people. There are transphobic gay people. That is a thing. But you never see both in one person. And this doesn't happen. And... I don't want people to be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe he changed, maybe he did this. Very evidently, he did not. So, I wanted to bring that up because uh, I was talking on Twitter um, with our podcast with our friend Chris from the um, the. Maybe collective. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm so sorry because Chris, you. Are the one shining light in that uh, in the uh, Titanic that is Twitter right now, because um, I see all the bullshit that's going on with that. And then there's one every once in a while I'll see your stuff on my personal page, so that's nice. But but yeah, uh, <laughs> Heidi uh, Ganal, uh, who is a Republican uh, politician who was running, I guess, because it says for Colorado governor. I don't know if you get elected or not. Uh, said David City News from Colorado Springs this morning. Prayers for the victims and their families. So much hurt and pain in the world right now. Chris uh, responded with, 
you and your followers and your party have caused a tragedy with your anti-LGBTQIA plus rhetoric. I responded with, while I can't speak for politicians of Colorado as a whole, the current Republican mentality is that uh, the LGBTQIA plus communities are equal. I've seen it as a queer trans woman to be a major platform of Republican politicians, big and small. She responded with, no, I know in Colorado, no Republican I know in Colorado, including me, feels that way. Don't believe the media's lies. I responded with, you know, talking about in 2020, uh, House Bill 220-1273 and House Bill 20-1273. 1272, which were fundamentally anti-trans uh, LGBT bills were introduced, um, and that it's also Lauren Bo Bobert, who is re-elected in Colorado to be the senator, uh, puts a lot of homophobic shit and calls us groomers and everything. So, <coughs> one person responded, uh, talking about how you know, from Axios.com about the suspect being non-binary. Um, I responded to that. They basically say, could you prove examples of common right-wing people, voter or media pushing hate? That's definitely a first question. Do you consider Tucker Carlson, Laura Boebert, or Majorie Tyler Green extremist or not? They said, no, I like them. I said, there's your fucking answer. <laughs> so we do this oh fucking back God. and forth, back and forth. And basically, I just get tired of fucking fighting with them. And I said, I'm fucking done. I don't care what you say. Basically, they're like, well. You're stupid and you can't argue with stupid. Yeah. And I just said, I'm done. Because there's like, well, my, my cousin's gay. She's a lesbian. And I don't hate your. Listen, your... listen, 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 listen. And there are people that I know they are like this, but. You know who you are? Fucking listen to me. If you do not understand why your gay friends are scared right now, you don't have gay friends. You know gay people. Mm -hmm. Because she shared, like, pictures of, like, fucking uh, people with dog masks and, like, leather stuff at LGBT Pride events and said, that's grooming. And I said, no, it's not. It's king. And then apparently her lesbian cousin also agrees with her. And it's grooming. Because you, don't get me don't get me started. That she's probably a, a, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make an assumption here, and I do apologize because I don't try to do this, but I know that there are people like this. I have met them, older lesbians who are very like, just yeah blinders yeah yeah because yeah. I mean that kind of goes into the whole like um less but accepted. That's why, like, log, uh, log cabin Republicans are a thing. Like, yeah. gay Republicans. Because they're accepted as being true, but they are pandering to a party who really doesn't have their best interests to them. Um, it's like the Trump, the women for Trump. The salts for slug. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of that. There's a little group called... Uh, uh, Gays Against Grooming, I think is what they're called. And they're little. one of the representatives went on Tucker Carlson recently and was talking about how, you know, drag performers are groomers and everything. And Tucker Carlson's getting a shit-eating grin the entire time because it's apparently, see, see, it's liberals and the liberal gays. It's not actual gays where they're going to spin that and still make those LGBTQIA plus people victims of their fucking regime 
My goodness. Uh, it's literally slugs for souls. I don't understand how people like this exist. I, I they don't. are living paradise because they think they think that if they pander to the 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 like the majority or the ones in control that they'll get away with stuff and be like, no, we know you're gay, but we'll leave you alone because you work for us. And that's not how it works. No, because they're gonna take that. And be like, okay, good. Now get in the box with the other ones. Go on, get in the box. And that's not how it works. Um, so yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Because I did make a tweet about it, and then they started shit on the tweet, and I said, fuck you, I'm done. And I deleted the tweet where I said, fuck you, I'm done, and they already responded to it. Because I was like, you know what, I'm not going to feed into the flame. I'm just going to let the One Piece be what I wanted it to end, and how it was ended. And I thought it ended well. And then I made that one, and I was like, fuck you, I'm done, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, eh. you know? So I deleted it. Who cares, right? Who cares, Rick? I'm person on twitter thanks exactly bunch of assholes on twitter um, i've literally just been sitting watching porn <laughs> i am on my raft floating away oh i will say we are going to other social media we are if i if i could get them some of them to work it would be great um <laughs> i did make us a hive i'm still figuring out how hive works i'm still trying to get mine to work um, like the actual account to work. We have Buddy Jane, since Buddy Jane is officially launched on Android. Ooh, I just um, installed it, and I'm trying to set my account up over there, too. Uh, so follow us at Smoking Out the Closet, all I one word. We'll probably be 420NB anywhere else as well. Um, but yeah, follow us there. Um, we'll be posting stuff there as well. We are on Can of Buzz. We are trying to get more active on that. I've been a little behind on social media stuff and i do apologize for I think that i posted i did i posted about my smiley cookie just so all y'all didn't knew i wasn't dead um that i was eating a smiley cookie to eat bark um so um tumblr i'm thinking about making us a tumblr because Absolutely. that's starting to get back traction again Absolutely. don't know how tumblr is going to be with the cannabis thing but we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll figure it out we'll cross that bridge when we get to it um so yeah that's that's been a thing um real quick actually no i'm gonna save that for the next part because that's gonna be a bigger part as well do you want to bring up the real quick the the rats because <laughs> we have like five minutes fucking left. article that i came across today about the fucking rats apparently some was it indian police yes are blaming i don't know if it was mice or rats some sort of rodent that usually lives in basements where these evidence lockers are kept for eating was it a hundred kilograms of fucking weed? It was a shit ton. It was a shit a ton lot more of than a weed. rat. It's than like two hundred. It was day. two. I think it was two hundred kilograms of weed. And they're saying that they went through it in a day. The fuck they did? Yeah, you have some rats, and they're wearing the suits. Those are the rats that took the fucking weed, bro. Because some some shady there because the the amount if if the there was a crap ton of rats there, and they were eating it. You would have noticed by now. Yeah. Especially with it. It should have been on camera. Yeah. It should have been definitely on camera. So that's kind of shady and everything. So I think someone took it. Yeah. Somebody took it or somebody just misplaced it. And they were doing some sort of inventory or something. Yeah. It was a... bunch of stoned ass fucking rats and then i came up with the joke with that's why lab rats uh eyes are always red because they eat too much weed <laughs> i will say though um 
Can you imagine if like a D&D level rat king was real <laughs> and it was just high as fucking shit? Oh my god. You just have basically this amorphous blob of a bunch of rats running around each other, making this humanoid looking form and it's just sitting on the couch, like slumped over, like in those like anti weed commercials in the like early as 2000s. The stoned as I wanted to get is that chick on the couch who deflated. Yes. Fuck. But like, I, I've been there maybe once and that wasn't weed. Kind of like <laughs> that shape, like kind of like that level and just flipping through channels going, man, there's nothing good on. What's a TV? <laughs> oh, fucking wreck. Uh, that'd this be great. Is, this is where we're at. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me. Oh, don't start that. Um, we got a couple of minutes before the break, so we're probably just going to end this part early here, and then we're going to get a little relifted while you guys have a quick message from our uh, sponsors. Hey there, it's Alex from Smoking Out the Closet. We've been so glad to be able to make this podcast for you. And we now have some partners who are happy to help make this podcast happen as well. Our friends over at DaVinci Vapors have sent us one of their many amazing products, the IQC Dry Herb Vaporizer. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard us talk about DaVinci, and we've even used the IQC on the show. With a half gram dry herb chamber, 30 second heat up time, precision temperature control, removable and rechargeable 18650 battery, and an on time of two hours, what's not to love about the DaVinci IQC? Well, what if we told you you can get an extra 15% off just for listening to this podcast? That's right. Use the code SOTC15 for 15% off at checkout site-wide. Thanks again to our friends over at DaVinci Vapors. And now, back to the episode. Alrighty, and we are back. Um, so another thing I wanted to bring up was uh also on twitter today <laughs> so this all started because i noticed a fellow pittsburgher um by the name uh purgatory or pittsburgatory so it's literally pittsburgh and then like, a, a t o r y it's like you go to purgatory in pittsburgh it's yeah. pittsburgatory yeah oh i like that or like pittsburgh's a purgatory oh i like that um, and it brought up a thing. So Senator, uh, Bartolota, who is, uh, the Senator of the 46th district of Pennsylvania, which is, uh, Beaver County, Washington County and Greene County, um, who is a staunch Republican had recently tweeted, uh, quote, small business Saturday is a reminder that local small businesses with a brick and mortar shop about 65 percent of jobs in pennsylvania and the holiday shopping season is a great opportunity to support them please support your local uh, employers this season and year round Ding. think it should be you know cute and smart and everything yeah but pittsburghatory no 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 i was gonna say do you not look in your backyard in pittsburgh because there's a real big corpo in our backyard over here i really would they responded with, I really wish that the Pennsylvania GOP would allow small businesses to participate in the medical cannabis program. Many of our, your car legs are corrupted by the large cannabis corporations, lobbyists, 
If we trace back to State Bill 1167 from DeSantos Street, I feel like we're I feel like we're going to get a good idea. And this kind of reminded me of what we kind of briefly talked of small businesses not being in cannabis, and I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more in depth about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so not just in Pennsylvania, but in general. Um, Small businesses have a hard time going anywhere in the medical or recreational side of cannabis uh, because fees are too big to get started. Um, fees are too big to get licenses. Um, there's a lot of hoops in anything. Some places get the first set of fees go through, but then like in California, they change the rules or something, and then you have to reapply, which is an even higher fee, and they can't afford that. Um, literally the only place that is really good for a small business to participate in any form of cannabis, medical or recreational, is the medical only state of fucking Oakland goddamn Homa. Because apparently the the ability to get the license is fucking cheap in Oakland goddamn Homa. Oakland goddamn Homa. <laughs> and we were looking at some of the uh, menu options today. They have an eighth for three dollars and twelve cents i'm sorry it's probably fucking boof as shit oh my gosh but it's three dollars and twelve cents i that wouldn't get you shit even on the street you would get a cloud puffed in your direction that's what it would get you Mm -hmm. you get to sit in the hot box for five minutes and it's probably either (laughs) boo or it's like kind of old but it's you know kind of getting close to like near the end yeah but yeah it was an eighth $3.12 $3.12 goddamn cents. Oh my goodness. I don't know why fucking goddamn right now is my, <laughs> my go-to It's making place. me fucking crack up. Um, oh, I love this concentrate. But yeah, that is most of the thing. And I do too. I, I agree with you. This is a really good concentrate. Um, it's mostly the fees of getting into it. Now, that is on the business side. Why we don't have... Why, why I think we should have small businesses in the medical program. Well, first off, you fucking create more fucking jobs. Let's just point that out there. More jobs, mm-hmm. more people are getting paid, more people are getting paid. That means they have more money. If you have more money, they spend more things. It means they buy more things, which creates more jobs, which freaking makes the economy fucking grow. That's what the, makes the economy go round. That, that, that's how this works. <laughs> eh. Makes vigorous air circles. <laughs> how this works, you're gonna whip up an air tornado. You're just, you're here. just whip it. <laughs> All you're gonna hear on the podcast is <laughs> your tornado. my hand around so fast. I'm about to use a Beyblade and launch it. <laughs> Let it rip from my hand. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love you. I love you too. I miss this. I did miss yes, this. Yes, I did too. Um, so basically, that that is the biggest thing. First and foremost, an argument because Republicans are always arguing we need to create more jobs, we need to save jobs, we need to keep jobs here in the United States, help the working class. But then they say all that, then they don't fucking shit about it because they send all the jobs overseas. They fucking create tax breaks for the elite but fucking increase taxes on us on the working class to keep the poorer people poor and then literally stop fucking like sue the fucking government so student loans can be forgiven they, they don't fucking give a 
shit about us. Excuse me. I, do, you, I, do you know what you just defined right there? Hypocrisy? Ca- capitalism. Oh, true, yeah. It's capitalism at its best. It is working, but it's working for the people that it's working, supposed to be working for. That's not us, babe. That is that top no. 1%. No, because, like, what what they're trying to do and trying to enforce is laissez-faire capitalism, which I don't like at all. No. <sighs> but that's who that works for. Yeah. And that's it's working. But here, I, I'll, I'll do the capitalist venture then. I sell a product that is my time. And I only I can only do so much with my time. So to maximize my input of how much time I generate and value of my time, I'm not going to go above and beyond for a corporation so I'm not tired. So when I come home to spend time with my wife and my cats and eventually children, that that time is more precious than the time I am giving to the consumer which is the company i work for so i'm not going to go above and beyond to overwork myself to death when i have the more valuable time of spending time with my fucking family there's my argument for not for uh quote unquote quiet quitting or basically doing have, what you're supposed to do i have always had that mindset and they're like oh it's it's the, oh god that it's a family I don't want anything to fucking do with you. If you're supposed to be my blood family, please go away. I'm good. Thank you. Because it's like how I do XYZ seven person jobs and I get paid for one. Yeah. So I'm going to do one. And I'm going to let you do yours and I'm going to do mine. And Mm -hmm. that's the way it's going to be. Exactly. Now, here's my thing, too. Um, so what I want to going back, so we're not going too off track about fucking just venting about the American capitalism, capitalist society, um, how it ran. Um, <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. Um, oh, that's one Soren Fanon would love to be on. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know if he partakes, but maybe oh, people cool have a history. Episode. Yeah, it could be. <gasps> I anyway, mean, talk to him. Um, so what would be a good model? And this is my theory. I've kind of made it while working high off my mind because, you know, I still at work. Um, here's my current business model. Let's look at California because that seems to be the hardest to do. I kind of use that as a jumping point for a lot of people because it is both a recreational state that has a medical program still in it. So say someone wants to become a dispensary, right? And there's a really big fee. Well, here's what you do. You set them underneath a probationary period so they can generate funds and everything to get the fee to become a recreational state, a recreational dispensary. Recreational dispensaries are going to be the higher priced fee. That's why you still continue to generate money, Mm -hmm. but you're not keeping everyone up. So you start them as a medical-only dispensary with the fee a third of the price or enough or a quarter of the price wait, 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 of the recreational. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. You confused me because first you said recreational, then you said medical, then you said recreational again. Which one are you talking about right now? Both. You become a what-only dispensary first? A medical-only dispensary. Okay. So, okay, say, say, say that to become a recreational dispensary, you have to pay this fee to get the recreational okay. license, which is yes. like, 
four dollar bucks in number it's just, just theoretical number right yes so it's four dollar bucks because we watched bluey you please forget this um but if you want to become a dispensary but you can't afford that four dollar bucks yeah you start as a medical only dispensary and that fee is one dollar buck or even lower okay so it's a lot it's a lot lower i'm so sorry i think i'm still missing something here okay so because you again you said medical and medical which one would have the higher fee that's i guess rec that's what i I'm said recreational not medical i'm sorry i guess i misheard you i'm so sorry <laughs> recreational has a higher fee if you and want to join then, the if you want to become a dispensary but you can't pay the recreational fee up front yes you pay the lot lower fee of being only a medical license okay I'm so sorry. You're so I just stoned. wanted to make sure that I understood <laughs> what you were saying. I almost am positive you said three different things to me. You are also very stoned. I know, but like I know what I said. Okay. I'm sorry. I just I okay. want to make sure I'm following. It's okay. So you have You can also just edit south. That's fine. Um <laughs> so you have basically we'll say recreational is at 4x. Yes medical uh, so a recreational to be able to sell recreationally is 4x yes to sell medical is 1x yes just imaginary numbers is probably going to be a very big difference in in practice yes who knows you know but i'm just trying to keep it simple with fours yes so you start you have the you have the money for the recreation or the medical only mm -hmm. so you pay the 1x of the fee to become a medical only dispensary and then you have that time yes you have that time to generate more okay. funds contacts business plans working with places and everything and then you can enter the market as a recreational company if you want and i'm just using a dispensary because a lot of people know dispensaries there's probably gonna be more nuanced things with like beverage companies and all that would that stack or would then you shift from one to the other? As a recreational license, you have the ability to sell medical. Okay. So it would basically just kind of bump you to be open okay, to sell recreational. That 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 is a very simple version of the idea I had. I mean, it's gonna be very more nuanced with like you get like a license to sell beverages. Like say you want to do beverages, you can do that, but you have to like go through those steps and the prices are going to be a bit different, but I just use dispensary because that's easy to kind of explain the yeah. model I had in my head. It makes so much sense. Now, if it's medical only state, what do you know? Um, well, it's a little more complicated at that point. Um, so my theory or idea was, um, and if anybody uses these models or anything, I want a piece of the pie, or if it's like a state doing it or anything, can you please let me on the board? I have so many ideas, and a lot of you people don't know what the fuck you're doing in government. Please let me on the board. Anyway. I'm like a freaking poli-sci major. Uh, but this is the kind of, like, a, this is or this is business major shit, but also, like, I feel like you do good poli-sci or, like, the way you talk, because you want to do politics. I do. I am thinking about running for local government. They go hand in hand. The right. poli-sci and the business major, come on. That's also a surefire way to a cocaine addiction, so. Yeah, I also want to be the one politician is like, the artist or, you know, the writer and everything, not, like, the freaking poli-sci or business or lawyer. Yeah, that's true. We need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ow. I stubbed my toe. 
Anyway, um, think about not doing that. Shut up. <laughs> love um, you. Love you too. Um, so basically, my guess was that, or my idea, I should say, for a medical-only state is you have them start in either a probationary period where you give them time to generate funds to pay the full fee, but they don't have access to certain forms of cannabis or certain uh, potencies of cannabis. So say, I'm just going to use random names. I'm not going to actually say any company's name here. Say um, MSO company Weeds Among Us. I don't know. I just made something up. Weeds Among Us is doing really well. They are, they, you know, they're big. They can pay the full medical access fee, so they can sell concentrates above sixty percent THC. Um, they can sell flour, um, vape cartridges, tinctures, capsules, all that jazz, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have. Weeds R Us, who is a small mom and pop family owned business. They can't afford the really big fee. So they're going to afford, and you can do this in tiers even, but I'm just using one like big level, small level. Um, but they can pay a small level. So they're going to do a year probationary period to prove that they can, you know, do a business, generate funds, be secure, you know, have background clearances and everything. And they're going to give them time to try generating the funds. If they don't, they'll stay on that until they can generate the funds. That being said, they won't have access to concentrates. They can't have anything over 60% THC. And they're probably not going to have uh, RSO. And you just go with that, you know? It still provides a business front more access to medicine that's going to be in an area and everything, and it gives small businesses a chance to grow. I don't see a problem with that. You know, if you gotta if you gotta make a cap and make it so where you can generate more money, and this is where I was kind of like kind of playing devil's advocate. Do I want these to be a thing? No. Do I what I want? is basically the fees be so fucking low like in Oklahoma that everybody can get into the program and there's not an issue. But I know the GOP, especially in the state of Pennsylvania and in California, they're not going to play ball like that. So I have to make, make a workaround that will make them work with us. And if they want to generate more money, or even the, even the Democrats, they want to generate more money to create more money for the state taxes to fix roads and shit or whatever. I don't care. As long as some of it's going to social equity and actually going to social equity, I don't care. So if you want to generate more money and actually generate things, I would think it'll keep cannabis costs lower for patients and people. If we just make those full access things or recreational licenses the big ticket item for the companies to pay for. If I had any money, I'd give it to you. You talked, you sold it to me. Bravo, good board meeting. Thanks. Go sit down. Coffee's in the back. But uh, but uh, that no, honestly, I feel like that could work. You need to pitch this to somebody. I don't know who you would fucking talk to, but you need an agent. <laughs> it's not me to go. I feel like this is a good idea. Thank you, but like. Honestly, I think what we should do with Oklahoma and just keep it so low that anybody could do it because you're going to have more companies come. Oklahoma's got the perfect model. Oklahoma has the perfect model. I, mean, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's Oklahoma. Um, it's Oklahoma. Goddamn Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it low to where anybody can get a license as long as they you know clear the background check and everything, and they can provide this you know the funds 
through loans or whatever to start a business front, right? Mm -hmm. You get that and you have so many people trying to come into the market. Is it flooded? Eh? I mean, it's flooded with competition, but that's a good thing. Like, California's flooded, I've heard, is being flooded with products and competition. Oklahoma's just flooded with competition, and it's not over-flooded, you know? It's literally like, you know, it's still expensive for businesses. Not everyone's super rich or wealthy in Oklahoma. Like, you have some people that are well-off. They can start a business and start chains and stuff. And then you have one that's just like, hey, we're doing this in the family garage, and we're growing our own weed. Like... I want to be able to sell it without getting in trouble. Yeah. Like... That's all it is. And, like, do I think there's people selling it in their fucking garage in Oklahoma? No. But I think that every, there should be, like, in Leonard Kenny, if you've watched Leonard Kenny, like a fruit, like a vegetable fruit stand that the, the Hicks have where they sell, sell stuff. And you, but you sell weed right there. Yeah. Or weed-infused products. Like, you buy weed from places, and then you make infused products and sell that. Listen, I need to go to... Speaking of infused stuff, I want to find CBD honey again because I love my my CBD honey tea thing in the morning. I do. I saw yeah. a patient about that because that sugar we have that was a more CBD dominant strain. I think that was a lemon G that's in the that is lemon and G. That's goes a so lemon G well sugur tea. I can't wait for these edibles. I'm so sorry. I kind of took that off, but man, ah, oh, I need some. I need some CBD honey sticks in my life. I love you. I love you too. This is such a good idea. Yeah. I, I, and like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't want the freaking tiered fees and licenses thing. But if it's going to get the freaking both sides of the aisle to work together, it's a start at least. And we can finally get it like kind of worked around and then maybe change it down the road. Once we're like, oh yeah, this is great. We're doing good. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just needs to get federally legal first. That's that's all it fucking needs. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> it was legalized and figure out the rest. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Not really. Okay. I mean, we got I some. Just, mm-hmm. So you want to talk about something else? You want to talk about what you've seen on the internet recently? <laughs> random shit? Oh, I... R slash... Um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That's that's where the, the person uh, at their work, there was a mouse that chewed through the bottom of the refrigerator. Oh, we were talking yeah. about the rat story before oh, yeah. the podcast on the way home. That's where that was. That was our slash. That's unfortunate. Because it's just things you look at and say, like, oh, that's unfortunate. Like yeah. there was a spider in these small things of weenie dogs, you know, that you usually put them with barbecue sauce. There's a spider vacuum sealed in there. Like a wolf spider. Great. It, that's like, oh. Like Vienna sausages, yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> I love it, it's what I've been scrolling through when I get bored. Well, can I just say a little shout out to PA Medical Marijuana? Yeah, subreddit, they make my job so much easier. Yeah, so if we don't carry every strain all the time, companies either the clone takes forever to regrow. Um, they stop growing it and they say, you know what, we're done selling this one or it's not as sold. So we're not, we're going to cut our losses on this one. Um, whatever, you know, sometimes it just, we don't get, we don't get a batch in. Yeah. So 
whenever we have patients because they find a strain that helps them, and I, this reason why I tell you guys to use cannabis journals because then you can write down the terpenes and cannabinoids. It makes my job easier because I know if you need something that's high in myrcene, high in caryophylline, or what freaking effect you're looking for instead of just coming up to me and be like, sativa, flower. High THC. <laughs> you have to tell me shit to help you. You're just, you want to get stoned. Okay, fine. But then I have someone who goes, that was a low THC, but it knocked me out. I was like, yeah, because you got a vape cartridge that was like almost down near 6% beta myrcene. Of course it got knocked out. <laughs> These uh, journals will save your life. They will. And make our job easier. But when they find a strain, they're like, yeah, I, I didn't like, they're like, I know I should have brought the container. I don't have it. I don't know where it went. Like, That's not a problem. And like I, I can't remember what exactly had it, it, but it gave me this effect. I'm like, okay, that gives me a starting point. And I said, let me find something that'll be close to it. So I go onto the PA Medical Marijuana subreddit, and a lot of people post fucking reviews of the exact strain I am looking for. And I'm like, okay, sometimes it's not the exact form, so I'm just kind of going on based on kind of like levels. Like, okay, this is higher than this, but this is a second. Like, these are the top three terpenes, and I look for something close to that. But sometimes it's the exact form I'll look up like. GGI rhythm white German crumble. And I was like, hey, look, there it is. Look at this picture. Here's what it is. It's not exactly a crumble, but you know, here's the terpenes and the cannabinoids and how I felt about it. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, fine. I'll look at something on our menu. Also, where it helps to know how to Google things, like properly Google things. I'm not yes. saying put things into Google. I'm saying your keywords and then where how to filter your results so they only go from one website because you literally can find everything on reddit yes because it literally just reddit white german crumble rhythm white german crumble reddit don't do rhythm white german crumble because that'll the first one in the link is going to take you to fucking leafly or iheart jane and they don't have the proper information no because not every say that grows rhythm products or has rhythm products is going to be the same exact white durbin because a phenotypes are a fucking thing mm -hmm. and you can get it kind of close within the one of the last two batches now are there going to be like a hundredth or a thousandth off on percentages of lab results yes but it'll get you pretty fucking close mm -hmm. close is good enough in horseshoes and hand grenades yeah and you know what it's close and good enough for weed yeah it's good enough for government work. It's good enough for me. Oh, I was actually uh, talking to a patient today about edibles. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, and they brought me up for a little tidbit I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, don't cook RSO. No? It's already decarbized. You don't need to actually cook it. I don't try pushing it over, like, I'm so sorry. you're fine, uh, over 200 degrees Fahrenheit. When I make our gummies mm -hmm. and I, I mix it in, it's already at the point where the gummy is starting to solidify slightly. So I just put it in, mix it real fast while it's off the burner and everything. It's off the heat and it's starting to like to the point where it's good enough for me to pour in the mold and then put it in the fridge. Interesting. That's a very fast process. <laughs> Not really. Fast process. Or like when we're like we pour the chocolate in the molds and yeah. then we do the dots yeah, inside the chocolate yeah. and then you swirl it. Yeah, that's the exact same thing. Yeah. You don't want to heat it because it'll burn off. It's already decarbed. It's ethanol extracted or alcohol extracted. So you're gonna burn it off. Now that being said. Don't use concentrates 
i.e. crumbles, but, uh, batters, butters, sugars, uh, sand, in making edibles. It's not decarbed. You have to decarb it, and guess what? It's just going to burn. You're not going to get anything good out of it. It's just going to taste weird. Yeah. It's going to waste product. Gosh, I can't believe I feel like everybody who gets into the program, we need to have some sort of like thing for them to go through. <coughs> like, bud tenders go through. But not as in-depth, obviously. Just no, basic, the, this is what this is. The this doctors is this prescribing is. them, the like, that are certifying them in the state need to do a better job. Yeah. Y'all need to do a better job. I'm talking directly to you right now. You need to do a better job. At I know you're listening. At explaining how this crap works for the patients. So I don't have to spend an hour with a new patient who's never been in the program and never smoked weed before about all the nuanced science of weed because I'm not a pharmacist. You don't get paid enough for that shit. And well, and before anyone says like, oh, well, don't you guys have pharmacists? Yes. But sometimes I have to do this with someone who's been in a dispensary that's around the corner. I won't say names. That literally just takes the customer in, put, tells them a product and pushes them out. Or, what if a pharmacist is speaking with someone? I have to explain it too. Or they're like, I'm new, I smoked a couple times. I'm like, okay, I'm still explaining the nuances for an hour. But I get tips generally, so it's fine. Also, tip your butt tenders, especially yeah. if they're spending time can, over 20 minutes. Can I please say that too? Because I don't want to be that person. But, let's be honest, this is America. Um, and if I'm going to go out of my way to help you and you're going to tell me up and down in six ways from Sunday, how nice I am and how much you appreciate my time. My tip jar is right in front of you. Please show me. Mm -hmm. I gave you, especially if I gave you change and we had a really nice discussion. I and greatly I spent appreciate over 20 it. minutes explaining. Yes, it. please. Oh, also, can I just say, <laughs> I do get paid by the hour, but the tips are nice. Can I just say that we had a patient recently that made me laugh. Okay. So. Real quick before you, I want to end the episode on this because it's funny. Prime flour is nitrously sealed. It does not go stale in the can. It is sealed with nitrous. I think it's either nitrous or helium or something. It's sealed with gas, right? Yeah. So it can't go stale until you already nitrous open ball it. on it. It would go whenever you open it. I know. It'd be cool, right? Um. So. Literally. Nitrous it, is cool. It won't go stale. So I had a patient, or technically one of my coworkers had a patient that said, oh, he didn't like it because it was stale when he opened it. I'm like, dude, you don't know good weed then. And then it said he doesn't like distillate cartridges. He hates CO2 cartridges, but then wants rhythm cartridges. And then we were like, okay, here's the live, which just came out like last month or so. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, that's not what I want. I've never had that before. It was like, because you've been buying distillates, dude. You've been buying CO, supercritical CO2 extracted cartridges. You just don't know what the fucking goddamn you're talking about. And you're making it sound like one of my coworkers. Oh my God, can I please? Who's a woman, doesn't know her shit. Listen to me. I had somebody like that second patient of the day. And his son was also there. And my coworker had his son. And she comes over to me because I'm packing, I'm packing shit. Old white guy. He is trying to tell me how to do my job and is trying to cut me off. So I just keep talking over top of him um, because you're an old white dude. You're not going to talk down to me. This is my job. You asked me a question and you're not listening to the answer. But yeah, the dudes, the dudes just. Some about him. Some dudes 
But we are at sorry. That time. I did see the thing. I was gonna say more, but I'm sorry. It's okay. You can just cut that out if you want to. That's yeah, fine. I'll leave it in. But you're right. The dudes. The dudes. Um. Once again, my name is Raven. I use she/her pronouns. I'm Alex. I use they/them pronouns. And this has been another episode of Smoking, Smoking Out the, the Closet. Closet. Raven here. Um, I just wanted to make a little ad for our Patreon that we started. First and foremost, all the funds generated with this Patreon is going to go directly back into the podcast, whether that's better uh, equipment so we can make better sounding episodes, give you guys really cool stuff like stickers, pictures, little nice little trinkets from us, or be able to travel to places where there is legal weed or there's certain LGBT communities that we want to interact with and talk to and potentially have some really cool guests come on the show. Now, right now our Patreon is bare bones and I do apologize with that, but we hope to make it a little better as time goes on. Right now we have three tiers, flour, vape cartridges, and concentrates. Flour is $3 per month. Vapes is $6 per month, and Concentrates is $9 per month. With Flower, you get access to our Discord, the Skittle Zone, a private Discord that we have for you guys to kind of interact with each other and potentially interact with us. Um, we have things for like different aspects of the cannabis community and LGBT community where you guys can talk to and kind of just interact with each other and learn from each other well, and learn with us. Um, but you also get early access to these episodes. You get a day or two, basically immediately after I'm done uh, editing the episode, I am putting it on the Patreon so you guys can listen to it early. With Bape, you have everything from the flower, but you also have access to the private chat room in the, serv- in the Discord server for uh, one-on-one discussions and questions for us. You'll have the ability to basically be, hey, I have a question about this certain thing and we'll answer it at the end of every episode. Um, you know, we won't get to everyone all at the same time, obviously, but you know, we'll spread it out through the month and be able to get to as many questions as we can. And then with the concentrates, you get everything from flower and vape, but you also get behind the scenes looks at what we do here. I'll show like what I'm editing and like maybe little sound files or like little clips of what we're working on. Um, our show notes, so you get to see that early potentially, you know, knowing what topics we're going to be talking about on this next episode. Uh, pictures of stuff in and outside of the recording stuff, like things like cannabis festivals. We'll take pictures and post some of them online, but with the behind the scenes access, you get to see all of that. Basically, all the dumb faces we make at each other, all the cool stuff that we see, and all the cute things that we find. Um, it's my hope with this Patreon that we'll be able to go far and wide and hopefully be able to see some of you guys or have some live shows in the future where you guys can come and interact with us. And obviously no pressure. I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of this and first and foremost take care of you guys as selves. If you don't have money to support it or if you know something happens you have to stop, we totally understand. Thanks.